This podcast was recorded in July 2020 in London as the UK eased further out of lockdown, but still, there is a long way to go. So any references to the coronavirus or anything else like that, please note that that was at the time of July 2020 and may no longer be relevant or pertinent at this time. So please sit back, relax and enjoy the Second Watch podcast, episode four, A New Swatch. Thank you for downloading and streaming episode 4 of Second Watch Podcast, The New Swatch. I know, I know, it's Star Wars, it's a bit of a cheap joke, but hey, I'm a Star Wars fan as well as a Swatch fan, so it seems to make me smile. Um, So yes, thank you, thank you for tuning in, thank you for joining us here in London. It's July 2020, and uh, yeah, we're slowly easing out of lockdown, but we don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about Swatch. We want to talk about the good things in life. We want to talk about fun and friends and smiling and reminiscing about time we've spent together and, uh, yeah, all, all good things. So, you know, not not wanting to dress down or not stress the importance of abiding to your country's rules and regulations in relation to coronavirus COVID-19 and how it's managed but you know that isn't what this podcast is about so please forget about that for a little bit if you can and enjoy the podcast thanks again to Electro Robot for allowing us to use their music as the intro and outro to this the second watch podcast you may have noticed a couple of changes in the fact that this podcast is now available through Anchor which means that it pops up on a number of different platforms and is, uh, yeah, a, a different way of accessing the podcast. I, I did post it up for download when I first started, but that seemed very cumbersome and it meant that it was only available for a very short time. So I did a little bit of research and spoke to a couple of friends that, that also do and are looking to do podcasts and Anchor seemed to be the way forward. So I hope you like the change and I hope you um, enjoy the fact that This is now an easier to access podcast wherever you are in the world. So for this episode of the podcast, we are joined by another very, very dear friend of mine, Dino. Uh, How can I describe Dino? Um, Well, I I think the first time I I, I met Dino, I I really, uh, really started to get to know him. Um, I met him in, in Brussels in 2004 um, and in Istanbul for at a Christmas event and that was yeah we, we we seemed to really hit it off literally straight away at that first event in Brussels uh really started to get to know each other and and yeah realized that that we, we were going to become firm friends and and have a good laugh and, and enjoy enjoy all things swatch really so um I'm gonna let uh Dino introduce themselves hi Steven hi Dino thanks for having me on your show it's really a big a big pleasure and a great joy to be to be part of your podcast. The pleasure's all mine. Some people may know me, some may not. So <laughs> yeah, just some 
quick facts about me. I'm Dino, living in Nuremberg in Bavaria in Germany. Beautiful. I'm a club member since 1992, so wow. almost 30 years now. Does that make you up? And I'm a really proud and happy gold member since 2003. Wow, a year before me. And I can't really remember the first time we met Stephen, but um, I think it must be 2004, 2005, well Yeah, I think. 2004, Brussels. Maybe it was um, at the GP event that we had in Belgium. That's correct. Or maybe it was uh, Berlin in 2005 for oh, the yes. 10th anniversary of the Golden Pioneer members. A modern event. So please um, correct me if I'm wrong. All right. <laughs> no, as I said, absolutely spot on. Um, 2004, Brussels um, was the year that I became a gold member and that was the first event that, that we met at. And uh, yeah, I remember before the event meeting you in the small bar at the hotel and having maybe one or two gin and tonics. A trend of our um, getting together, catching up and having a a few drinks predominantly late night um was was formed at a very very early stage so dino uh, i ask everybody um this this question and i think it's it's really good to put everything into context that uh, wh when did you actually start you know getting into swatch when when did that great love affair begin so when did i get into swatch mm -hmm. this goes all the way back to 1986. 86, wow. The first memory I have when in the city we lived, we had a department store mm -hmm. called Quelle. Okay. I think the Germans will remember that. <laughs> and um, they had a display case close to the elevator. Uh -huh. And I remember standing there and looking at all those fantastic, colorful watches like Nautilus, <laughs> Cosmic Encounter, Surfwatch and so on. Mm. But it took me another year before I got my first watch in 1987 for my communion. And I got there the model gray fennel reference GA104. <laughs> Some may wonder now why a 10-year-old kid wanted a really gray swatch. <laughs> But this was because in the same year, my father turned 40 wow. and he got as a present from my mom, a Tissot rock watch. Uh, and this nice. one was, had a gray stone case. Yep. With a I had one. Strap I had one. A yellow minute hand, yeah. and a red hour hand. And yeah. it looked so fantastic. And I really wanted that watch, and um, but it was too expensive. And so this was as close as I could get to my father's watch. <laughs> <laughs> and from that year on, I got a new swatch almost every year, and in my collection really started to to grow in the year two thousand oh, when that's I lovely. discovered eBay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, eBay the <laughs> the playground for all swatch collectors, where where hearts are broken and, and collections are enlarged and, and bank balances are greatly, greatly reduced. Um, where, you know, some fantastic pieces pop up, but as, as discussed on many, many forums online, if a watch price is too good to be believed, yeah, the chances are it's not a real swatch. Sadly, there are some people out there that uh, do 
enjoy making replicas of watches and not stating very clearly when they're selling the watch that this is actually a replica. But, you know, that's the same in many walks of life. There are um, people that always want to try and make a fast buck. But but moving away from that, so, so you say that your um, collection really started to grow after discovering eBay um, in 2000, so three years before you became a gold member. Um, so... My my question, which is really not an easy question, I um, I know. Um, what is your favorite swatch? That's really a tough question, Stephen. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I was thinking about that uh, a long time. But okay, I could not only choose one, uh, so I decided <laughs> to choose three favorite watches of mine. Three favorite the first watches. First one is Turquoise <laughs> Bay from. 1987 and okay why i really like this watch is because it was the first time that this watch used um tinted glass okay and, yeah yes uh, yes it's really unique and uh, i really loved yes, that I remember watch it. at that time and i had one the clear case yellowed over time but uh -huh. many years later i bought another one for my collection oh, another nice. all-time favorite of mine is rotor from 1997 yeah and i was really lucky to get one i think three or four years ago for a reasonable price but i never have worn it because it's in such perfect condition and i'm really looking for another one to wear and if yeah you talk that's about my holy grail watch event specials i think <laughs> the best one is the golden Arbab from 2005 from the 10th anniversary of the the gold pioneer event and they put so much effort in it with the engraving on the bezel the ah. engraving on the side of the case it's an amazing watch. frame and yeah the golden metal slip case it's just yeah perfect in in, in every way i really really love it uh, i i i couldn't agree more i mean the, the the way they they did the gold ingot packaging i think is is fantastic um and it is a watch that that i have i, I mean i was there at the event with you as, as as you know um and it is a watch that i would love to have one to wear um uh, i will probably get one to wear but um I, I don't know if i'd ever wear it even if i had another one um uh, congratulations on getting the rotor as you know that is the watch that that i want the pomodoro rotor um uh, i it's still a bit too rich for 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 my wallet at the moment i i do like it and i'm sure you know all things come to those who wait i'm sure one day um my watch will come uh, but no some really great choices there some really really good choices and uh, uh for for people listening in I, I will be posting photos as always of of the watches that uh, dino's mentioned there um so that you can scour ebay and uh or just really look at the watches and admire them for what they are <laughs> so this links us on quite nicely to the from the favorite watch that that you have or in your case three of them as to what is the watch that that you really really would like to have that that unfortunately at this moment in time you don't have it in your collection and and this isn't 
you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a particularly expensive or, or rare one, but, you know, what what watch do do you really want? It could be a holy grower, it could just be, you know, a watch that you'd really like to, to own. I think as a collector, mm -hmm. there are always watches that are missing in your collection, but when I think of, so true. I have to think of one watch that I would really like mm -hmm. to add to my collection, it's an original jellyfish. I think okay. that's the that's the most iconic watch ever. Agree. And, um, Agree. Agree. <laughs> if someone <laughs> wants to sell one to me, um, give me a call, write me an email. <laughs> I would really appreciate um, to buy one. <laughs> I'm not going to share that. Dino's email address, but but please, if you have one and you're you're interested in uh, uh, selling it, this isn't really a, a buy or sell podcast, but you know, secondwatchpod at gmail dot com. Um, if you have anything that you want to add or contribute to the show, or even if you want to sell a, a rotor to me, a really really reasonable rate, uh, or uh, an original jellyfish to to Dino. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be really, really appreciated. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the, the the watch itself was uh, not an expensive watch. Um, to get one that hasn't discolored over time is uh, is becoming increasingly rare. Um, but yeah, it it is just you know such an icon of uh, of uh, of modern art, dare I say? Not you know not just of the of the watches. Um, so so moving away from the watches a, a bit really um as as we've said and and as i've discussed on on these podcasts you know that swatches are, as a club do some fantastic events but it isn't necessarily always about the club it, it could be something else um what what is your what what's your favorite swatch memory that that you have Ooh, that's that's also a tough question um because I'm a club member now for nearly 30 years. And what I remember is my first, yeah, Swatch event, let's call it, um, that was in 1993, mm -hmm. I think, um, when they released the Christmas special on the Rasoleil. And there was a German club event held in Hans okay. yeah. Bavaria in the Orangerie. And I was 16 at that date, and um, I forced my parents <laughs> to go with me to that event. And it was a, <laughs> I think it was a nearly four-hour drive from the city I lived at that time. And Ooh. we drove four hours. We four were hours. there for about, I think, two hours. And then we drove four hours back. Okay. But I was really yes. amazed about that because it was so <laughs> fantastic to see for the first time for me to see other yeah. collectors and people that loved Swatch and that yeah. really got me more fantastic, fantastic. And that's, that's such a lovely, lovely memory. Um, <laughs> it's, it's great to, to hear you uh, talk so fondly about, about an event and uh, your poor parents, eight hours of driving, but you know, that that's, that's what we do for our children. And, and that's what your, your parents did, did for you. And, uh, are there any other club memories that, that you'd like to um, recount, if you can? Another great club event. I have to I have to name the GP event 2000, 
15 in Berlin when we were at this fantastic Anhau okay. hotel, ah, this yes. music hotel. And I think we never had that much fun. <laughs> And the Incredible. Tower, normally they close. <laughs> they are closed when we come back. Or Mexicana. But uh, I think you will also remember the and fun then we some. had with the two barkeepers mixing Mexicana, Peter acting Absolutely. as a DJ, playing music, we danced, we laughed, we had so much fun. And um, Absolutely. it was one of the best events we had in recent years so much in fun. terms of uh, activities and fun. <laughs> I completely agree. Uh, obviously, you know, what happens on tour stays on tour, but th there were some uh, wonderful memories made uh, uh, on, on that event and uh, recording the song and doing the, 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 the mystery tour around uh, Berlin in, in, in the cars. I don't think it was good as the Trabby Rally that we did in... in 2005 but uh, it just so many so many wonderful wonderful memories um at, at that event um yeah yeah i i i can't help but but agree i i think uh that has to go down in my memory as uh one of the best events i mean i was really fortunate i had a room on the same floor as the recording studio so i had a, had a really really big room for that event which is very rare um, I always seem to get one in the small rooms, um, apart from when Dennis and I went to Lugano and we had a massive room. Um, yeah, uh, uh, just so many, so many wonderful memories uh, uh, from from that event. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's best that that uh, that we we leave it there. Um, you you mentioned obviously that that the events that are, are your favourite memories from Swatch are. Um, are linked to the club and you know I've been a member of the club for many many years um I'm trying to think I generally I can't remember when I when I first joined the club I think it was literally when it first started um and uh it, it's it's hard to explain to people why why being a member of the club it is is important I mean I I think it's um great to be a member of, of the club but you know i'd really appreciate to hear what what you think yes it's worth being or becoming a club member but you only get the let's say full experience if you go to club events absolutely like event or some absolutely national or international events they do yeah okay at the moment it's a bit difficult um because of it is 19 but i hope what with one thing or another yeah we will have club events yes again yes and, uh, try to participate and meet club members let me be absolutely I, I made so many good friends close friends and uh, i agree like i can mention b i became her best man at her wedding so oh, yeah that's incredible. that's the, really the fun part meeting people yeah. from all over the world from europe from the us from asia that's yeah. the fun that's really, really uh, the, the fun part. Completely agree. And friends or people always ask me or say, oh, at this event, you are only talking about Swatch Watches all the time, chapter <laughs> 7. No, I so. say, no, of course, <laughs> we talk about that. But um, yeah, we know each other for such a long time and we have so, so many other topics we can, we can discuss family. and we can, we can laugh about. So 
it's not only mm. about swatch it's about meeting the people you know and also make new friends agree that agree. Are events for the first time I could not agree more i mean i i, I refer to my swatch friends as, as my extended family you, you know there are some people that i've met through swatch that that i just think the world of and can't imagine them not being a part of part of my life and a part of my world um it's so so important and uh obviously if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a member of the club and you've never been to an international event or you're a member of the club and never been to an international event seriously i cannot recommend them highly enough i mean you may even get to meet some of the people that that are guests on this podcast um but it it, it will change your whole outlook and what you think Swatch is and how it works. They are life-changing events. They they really, really are. Yeah, so thanks for that. Re really good answers there. Thanks, Dean. I really appreciate it. So it's it's only appropriate that we should go back to um, talking about the watches. Um, obviously, I've got uh, several watches. I've got to find pictures of um, that you that you've mentioned so far. Um, Swatch are continually releasing new watches. The new collections out. Um, some I, I think some standout pieces in in the watches, um, but. Uh, I, you know, how do you feel about the direction of travel of Swatch? You know, do do you think they're coming back on point? They seem to be popping up more and more in uh, in the public domain, shall we say, appearing on people's wrists, um, people that you wouldn't necessarily have uh, thought would be into Swatch, but uh, starting to get back into them. I think it's uh, I think it's great for the brand. I think it's great for us as collectors that there is. Uh, a, a renewed interest in Swatch, um, and and I think some of the stuff that that's come out this year has been breathtaking, but particularly you know some of the James Bond collections. But you know I'd really appreciate to hear what what you think. So let's talk uh, Swatches again, mm -hmm. and um, let me start with the James Bond collection. Absolutely, that they released in I guess it was March. Yeah. And uh, go back into to be honest, um, I'm not a big fan of that okay. collection. The only thing I really, okay. really liked was the packaging that was great. I agree. This video cassette thing was really nice. Outstanding, outstanding. Those gents and new gents, in my opinion, a bit boring. That's fair enough. We kind of like the same. The only highlight was the special one they released, the Skin Irony. Ah. For Q, beautiful watch. That's really nice. The packaging is perfect. Absolutely. The the dial with the Q at at the six o'clock position and yeah. and the leather strap. That's that's nice. But but overall, um, I was a bit disappointed um, if you compare it to the other two James Bond collections they released. This is fair enough. I mean, we we can't all like the same stuff. I mean, I thought there were some interesting pieces in there. I liked the Moonraker watch, as I said before, but but I, I, I and the packaging I thought was outstanding. But you know, this is about watches after all. I I think um, 
I, I think for me, like yourself, the standout piece was the um, was the was the Q watches. But but going on to if I may on to the new collection, you know, there's there's been some really I I think especially in the big bold area, there's been some really really incredible pieces that have been coming out. What's what's your thoughts on those? You know. On the other hand, I'm really a big fan of the the big bolts okay. um, they okay. released last year. And if you look at yeah. it's 2020, the new Jelly and Jellies oh. are really great watches. Fun I think to wear. so. I think it's the, I think so. It's the perfect summer watch. It's yeah, as the name says, it's a little bit big, pricey, bold, bright colors, um, really great. And um, last week I was in the in the swatch store and took a look at the new Spectrum collection. Mm -hmm. And, what and they think? are really great. If you see the the semi-transparent black case yeah. and the strap and this big Very. vibrant neon colors on the on the bezel and then the hour hands. And mm -hmm. if you look at the uh, at the dial that changes the color yeah. in the light, that's that's really fantastic. I think that's that's a great addition to the to, to the whole collection and I hope and I'm sure this will be a, a big hit for Swatch. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think that the, the big bolds are, uh, are a bit of a throwback. They're, they're a reinvention of the, of the jellyfish um, and the jelly and jelly lines. I, I really like them. I, I was hoping that for the big bold collection, they were going to bring back very much like the jelly and jelly style swatches in, in a big bold format. Um, the spectrums I really like. I, I mean, really like. I, I know that there's a a mixed response to them, but but I think they are a game changer. I think that the actual watches themselves are uh, are, are brilliant, and and I think they're they're really really good. And and, and as for the rest of the collections, <sighs> there isn't really anything that that's jumping out at me. I, I mentioned the Pride watch on on the last podcast. I think. That for me is the the standout piece, but but I agree that the, the big bolts are well. I think they're 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 a they're a game changer, and, and I was hoping that if there was a GMP event this year, which would have been our thirtieth anniversary of the club, as well, we know, I was hoping that 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 event special would have been a big bold. I was really really hoping that it would be. I mean. We're obviously going to have to wait till next year now. I don't think there's going to be a GMP event this year, or what with one thing or another, as, as we've discussed. And I think that it's... um, Yeah, I, I think there's some really, really interesting stuff coming out. Um, obviously, on the horizon, we've got some artist specials coming up. Um, looking really, really interesting. Um, if you like 80s and 80s design, 1980s design, you're going to love, love, love these watches, I think. Um, they're, they're they're absolutely spot on point for the, the Stranger Things reinvention and obviously the it reboot. They're, they're hitting right on point and right in line, and I think they're going to appeal to a demographic of people that that may not have actually thought of wearing a swatch or unless they could actually get a, a retro swatch. I think the the nude artist stuff is is quirky and interesting, and, and yeah, I, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I think they're they're going to be very very well received. Um, uh, uh, obviously, we'll, we'll see when when they come out um, what they actually look like, <clears throat> because obviously I've 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 not seen them. Um, so yeah, so uh, I think 
you're absolutely right, Dino, that there's been some fantastic watches coming up. And uh, yeah, I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's a great time to be a, a Swatch collector, albeit um, we are in lockdown. Uh, I think Swatch have managed to keep us entertained with their Instagram competitions and everything else like that. I, I think for, for those of you that, that are considering joining the club, please uh, think about it hard. I mean, the Golden Pioneer competition this year, as well as being um, a result of the Instagram competition, uh, existing Golden Pioneer members um, actually voted for, or nominated rather, people to become gold members for, for the ensuing year, which is the first time that Swatch have ever done that. They've actually looked to existing Golden Pioneer members and said, well, okay, guys, who do you think should be Golden Pioneer members? Absolutely a, a really, really different way of doing things um, in the UK. And, and I think in, in Germany, uh, uh, on some of the chat groups, there was a little competition in the UK. I, I run it on a UK club network group, which I, I manage. Um, and said, guys, who wants to be a Golden Pioneer member? Can't guarantee your selection, but um, please uh, appeal to the existing members and, and we will nominate some people and put some people forward. And uh, good luck. Hopefully we're going to have some um, new and interesting and exciting members to add to our Swatch family. I mean, 30 gold members in one year, I think, is uh, the biggest that they've ever they've ever had. Um that will make going to the Golden Pioneer event even harder um, for those people that have gone year in and year out. Um, but yeah, it, it's really interesting. I think that the Swatch are really trying to bring the brand really on point and uh, really appreciate what they're doing. Really appreciate it. Well, I, I really don't know what the time has gone. Uh, we're, we're now coming up towards the end of our podcast. So thank you again very much for listening to our podcast. If you have anything that you want to send through, please post away onto our Facebook page, um, Second Watch Podcast on Facebook. Um, you can email the show on secondwatchpod, that's all one word, at gmail.com. We're always happy to to see what you think of the show and any ideas as to how to improve and really to get involved in the show. You know, I'd really appreciate that. Um, it, it's... Uh, it's it's odd sort of like recording to a, a microphone and sending it out there and not necessarily getting the feedback. So it, 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 I would really appreciate anything that you can send back to us. I think that that would be that would be really good. Um, obviously, I'd like to give a, a special special big thanks to to Dino. I, I really appreciate you being on the show and recounting some of our. Uh, memories that we've had together and also your, your own memories as well it's not it's not all about me it's not all about you it's it, well actually it is all about you uh, it's it, it's been fun to 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 reminisce <laughs> and again Stephen, um thanks for having me on your on your podcast thanks you are more than welcome me the opportunity to discuss some some topics with you and perfect uh, and i hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Very and, much. Um, really, really did. Yeah. Thank you again. And I hope we will meet again very, very soon. And uh, I hope thanks so again and stay safe. Bye bye. Hopefully we'll meet again soon and uh, have a Mexicana to uh, celebrate <laughs> our, our reunited. So, so again, thank you, thank you, thank you very much for downloading the podcast. Really appreciate the, the time and effort and energy that, that you have 
donated to us. And uh, yeah, as Dino said, stay safe, everybody. It's um, it's a funny time out there, um, but hopefully we are starting to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Tunnel, or, or rather, as this is watch podcast, surely that should be a, a bit of a loomy at the end of the tunnel. I, I know, I know. Um, so again, email the show secondwatchpod at gmail and uh, follow us on Facebook and please, please subscribe to the podcast and stay safe bye everyone, until next time keep ticking